Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the connections to get it done. Here's your host, Dick Crawford. Welcome, everyone. This is Dick Crawford, and that introduction was from today's guest, Gary Lidstrom from Port Orchard, Washington. Gary and I have trained in the same network for many years, and we have a very similar approach to the real estate business. Today's call is a fantastic opportunity for our listeners to get to know Gary and the area that he serves up in Washington. If you would like a formal introduction, you can simply contact your local agent or you can contact me and we will get you hooked up. Thank you for being on the show today, Gary. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you, Dick. Well, it's good to have you with us. Let's just jump right in. Take 30 seconds, if you will. Where are you in your real estate career today? Well, I am 18 years in the business. I started in July of 2002, and fortunately for me, my designated broker recommended I go to a, uh, a Brian Buffini seminar and uh, ended up getting into professional business coaching the very next month in August of 2002. Boy, I just love my business. Um, it's it's uh, based on relationships. It's uh, almost 100% referrals. It's fantastic. So your approach to the business is one of referrals and relationships and such. Anything more real quick about that? My take on the business is buying or selling a house can be stressful. So I put a lot of energy uh, into uh, educating my clients about the area and about our market. Um, And uh, we negotiate as a team to reach the best possible results uh, for my clients, whether they're buyers or sellers. I work probably about a 50-50 split between the two. And communication is really key. I wanna, I'm always there for my clients when they want to reach out, when they have questions or concerns. And it's a, it's a very satisfying business when you help people achieve the results they're looking for. As realtors in that process, we wear a lot of different hats. Describe one of your favorite hats to wear while you're working with a client. Uh, with sellers, we... we uh, position ourselves to be ready to negotiate to get the best results, uh, to put the most money in their pocket. Uh, Working with buyers, uh, we basically do the same thing. We position ourselves to get the best possible results in the marketplace, and that's through a lot of communicating, uh, preparing and negotiating as a team, and um, just keeping the communication open and education open. As a brief preface to our conversation, uh, give me three things you want our listeners to learn about the area. What are the three things that they're going to walk away with knowing about Port Orchard? In real estate, they say uh, location, location, location. And this area, the Puget Sound area, is just a beautiful area. Um, In Port Orchard here, we're right on Puget Sound. In fact, we have more shoreline than any other county in the state of Washington. Uh, We're between two mountain ranges. Lots of trees, open spaces, um, and from Puget Sound, you can travel to anywhere in the world once you get into the salt water. Um, we're close to Seattle. Uh, we're one of the closest. We're actually the closest city in Kitsap County to Seattle as far as drive time. It's about a one-hour drive with low traffic, and being close to Seattle is great because it's a, just a thriving economy as well as Tacoma is. Um, and then we have an auto ferry that takes us to West Seattle in about 40 minutes. And this year, we're getting our uh, walk on uh, foot ferry to downtown Seattle, which is the uh, just a thriving economy. And the trip from Port Orchard to downtown Seattle is uh, going to be under 20 minutes once you get in the boat. Very nice. It's positively yes. next door. 
you just touched on the geography of the area. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about that. Your proximity to Seattle is across the water. What are your boundaries for your service? Well, I'm, I live and have an office in the city of Port Orchard, but the surrounding areas I serve are uh, Bremerton, Silverdale, uh, Gig Harbor, Paulsbo, Belfair, Bainbridge Island. Uh, I serve all of Kitsap County, uh, Gig Harbor to the south, and uh, North uh, Mason County also to the south. And your elevation is about zero or maybe a foot or more. Um, what's the area like? You're right on the water there. What can people expect? For one, I, I think we have one of the optimum climates uh, in the world, um, very moderate. Um, we, uh, we don't get real hot in the summer. We don't get real cold in the winter. Uh, only, usually only a couple of days with snow uh, during the year. And our air up here is fantastically clean. The way the air currents are above our area uh, keep the air pretty fresh. Um, and it's just peaceful over here in Kitsap County. Lots of trees, lots of land, just a nice place to be. Um, and a lot of people that do work in Seattle, because that's where the jobs are, choose to live over here. They're voting with their feet. It's a nice place to live, uh, regardless of where they're working in the general area. That's a great place to live. So uh, that's why they live it there. Really it really is. What are the, some of the popular activities during the year? Well, I would say uh, one of the most popular things up here is the outdoor activities. Um, the boating, hiking, camping, anything outdoors, fishing, skiing, in Port Orchard, we have uh, an activity called the Fathoms of Fun that's around uh, the 4th of July uh, downtown. We do have a world-class marina in Port Orchard, um, and uh, downtown Paulsbo is very fun to visit, and we're close to Seattle. If you want the best food, the best education, the best medical that the world has to offer, it's right next door in Seattle, but you can come home and live in a real peaceful, comfortable place. And I was on Bainbridge Island many, many years ago, and that view across the water of the Seattle skyline is absolutely stunning. It is. We, we have, actually I'm looking at it now, we have the same view from the Port Orchard area. Um, it's just beautiful looking across the water at Seattle. It's, uh, my feeling is, and, and not everybody might not agree with me, but uh, I think this is one of the best places in the world to live. I, I, I love living in America, and this is just such an optimum environment to live in. You have a little town or city that is very close to a world-class city. And exactly. you've got great, um, great air quality. You've got a great, beautiful part of the country. So it's a good yes. combination. Tell me one thing you like about your city and why. There is a lot of space um, that's not built on, um, a lot of land. If somebody wants to purchase a property uh, where they can have whatever they want, horses, cows, chickens, or if they want to you know, buy a smaller lot, the, it's, it's pretty much unlimited. It's just a nice town. The downtown is, is very nice. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of an old style. It's, it's cute, and it's very, uh, boy, this time of year when it's decorated for the holidays, it's, it's very comfortable, very pretty. And why are people relocating to your area? People already were locating here because Seattle and Tacoma, they're just thriving economies. They're bringing so many jobs to our area. And I know when I moved, uh, I was born up here, but when I moved back up here in 1996, I was working over on the Seattle side of the water, and I 
I was fine working there, but I wanted to live where it was peaceful and quiet and comfortable. Because uh, when you have the off work time, uh, evenings and, and weekends, it's nice not to be in the middle of the big city. So it's really, really a good place to be. And living that close to the city, though, it's it's close, but it's so far away. Do people live in your area and work in the city a great deal? Is that pretty common? That's uh, that's very common uh, with the uh, the people utilizing their home offices more. People are are living at home, are, are working out of their home. It's becoming more common. More and more people are locating over here. So we have the Seattle and the Tacoma uh, employment, but we also, in Kitsap County, we also have the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard, which employs uh, just thousands of people. Uh, and we have the uh, uh, Keyport Undersea Warfare uh, Station, and we also have the Bangor Subbase. They're all big military employers. They all employ a lot of people in civil service, and we have private industry. So. Even even without Seattle, we have a we have a real strong uh, supporting economy here, and Amazon is putting in a new distribution center here also, uh, which is going to employ a lot of people. It's it's a good place to locate because you can still get a lot better prices on properties than you can in Seattle. In fact, we're less than half the cost of Seattle. That's a nice ratio. Tell me a little bit about that commute. Give me 30 seconds on what's that like taking the ferry into Seattle and such. How does that work? Because that's not a common form of transportation here in the West, and I think people might want to learn a little bit more about that. Well, we have uh, we have four automobile ferries, uh, one here in Port Orchard, Southworth, one in Bremerton, uh, one on Bainbridge Island, and one in Kingston. If you take the fare, the auto ferry from uh, my town, uh, Port Orchard, uh, which is the Southworth Ferry Dock, you're looking at about a 40 to 45-minute crossing to get into West Seattle, which is real close to downtown. If you take the uh, the foot ferry that's going to be uh, coming in this year, we're the third one out here on the peninsula with the foot ferry. Once you get what they what they actually said when they were uh, when they were starting the foot ferries is once you get on the boat, it's about a 17-minute commute to the downtown Seattle area, which I don't know anywhere you could live in Seattle unless you have a nice high-rise condo where you could get to work in 17 minutes. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> that's that's really good. Now I got to ask you again, real briefly, what about the weather on the, on the water? 45 minutes or 17 minutes, whatever it is, is it going to be pretty chilly in the winter or in the summer for that matter? In the winter, it, it cools down. Um, in the summer, it's it's pretty pretty nice here. Like I said, we don't get really hot and we don't get really cold. If if you're on the ferry, you're, you're pretty much shielded. You're either in your car or in the passenger area. And then on the foot ferry, you'd also be enclosed, so it'd be comfortable. The trip would be very comfortable. Okay. And the other thing about Port Orchard is if uh, if there's minimal traffic, you can get to Seattle in uh, in an hour uh, by car. Now, how does a, a resident get involved in the community there without going to Seattle? What, what are some local annual events maybe run by volunteers or some local organizations that rely on volunteers? Well, they have a they have uh, several different uh, fun runs and things throughout the county. Like I said, they have fathoms of fun around the Fourth uh, of July. They have pirate days where everybody dresses up as as pirates, and and they have a seagull calling contest, things like that in my town. Uh, they have Viking days up in uh, Paulsbo, which is uh, very well attended. You can get up there and uh, taste some. Uh, Swedish meatballs and Swedish pancakes and fun stuff like that. Lots of nurseries, wineries, um, craft breweries. 
lots of stuff to do. There's always always something more to do, and I'm I, I'm a food lover, so I'm, that's one of my favorite things, just to go around and try different restaurants, which we're not able to do right now, but I have a feeling that in a, in a short time we'll be back to that. Yes, definitely. How are regional services uh, keeping up with with the growth? It's not a, um, it's not a spike in growth necessarily, but regional services do need to keep up. What's the picture up there? Well, as far as medical, we're 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 pretty good. Uh, there's a, a a newer hospital, St. Anthony's in uh, Gig Harbor. That's a very short drive from Port Richard. And then north we have the Harrison Hospital in Bremerton that's relocating to Silverdale, which is just a little bit north. And that's going to be the first, uh, they're building it now, and it's, it's, uh, it's going in phases, but it's our first uh, high-rise um, on this side of the water. Uh, the 30-year plan is that Silverdale will have quite a few high-rises. We're expecting a lot of growth over here. That's our commercial center uh, for the county. And you certainly have access to uh, SeaTac Airport, uh, reasonably close by. Are there any other airports that one would use other than SeaTac? Well, I'm glad you, you asked that because uh, one of the nice things that's going on right now, we have the Bremerton National Airport, uh, which is uh, right on the, on the border of uh, Port Orchard and Bremerton. They are currently expanding the Bremerton National Airport uh, to allow bigger planes because Amazon is putting in their new distribution center right over close to the airport. So it's expanding. Uh, we're going to have more services available from that airport. And SeaTac, Drive time, again, if the traffic is low, you're looking at 45 or 50 minutes to get to SeaTac International Airport. That's not bad at all. No, it's good. We can Google the cost of living comparisons, but what is your cost of a gallon of gas right now? Uh, I, I checked that just the other day. Uh, as far as uh, throughout Kitsap County, we're looking at about 250 a gallon, just over 250 a gallon average. Uh, there was a place or two that had it under 250. Very good. You're a little bit higher than national average, but you're way below Southern California. How about property taxes? They're a big deal in California, and they can vary quite a bit around the West. What's your property tax rate, and how does that work? All the houses are assessed at, at value, not necessarily market value, but they try to get close to it. And it's uh, $10.6 uh, per thousand dollars of assessed value. And our median, our median home price is just over $400. Um, average is 450000 Our range of home prices up here is, is between 250 and 650 for the most part. You know, we have some lower and some higher. And then one, one uh, thing you asked was uh, for a $500,000 home, what, what can you expect? And the average of homes in that price range around 500 were about uh, a little over 2,300 square feet and an average of a half-acre lot. For $500,000, a half-acre lot. That's 20,000-square-foot yes. lot. Right. For a lot of people in Southern California, it wouldn't matter if there was a tent on that lot. <laughs> yeah. That would be a, a <laughs> yes. phenomenal opportunity. Can you give me an example of one that you've recently sold? Well, I know I, know I had one down in uh, North Mason County. It was... Uh, I think it was about 3,500 square feet, and it had a uh, partial view of Hood Canal, uh, which is just a beautiful view, and that went for uh, 650,000. Uh, huge house, fairly new, and uh, the people were very happy to find out. We did have a competitive bidding process, but my clients did win, and we were able to close on that. All right, good. It's the real deal. Those uh, prices are excellent, much 
much of an improvement on Southern California, and you get a lot of yes. bang for your buck. So uh, good to hear it. What about new construction? Is there new construction going on? There is new construction going on. We do need more houses um, because people are moving this way. There's a bit of a backlog. A couple of the big builders right now are um, actually going pending on listings five to six months ahead of the completion of the houses. And there are websites available that I can connect people with to look at those houses. Uh, the smaller builders um, se seem to be listing when they're real close to completion, maybe a couple of weeks out. So they build the homes and they don't offer them for sale until, until a little bit longer or further along in the process? The smaller builders do it that way, yes, whereas the bigger builders are, are um, putting them on the market several months ahead of the construction. That's very interesting because uh, people would you know, line up around the block in some areas of the country to be in on the process. Sounds like the smaller builders up there, they might just start building the houses and then put them up for sale when they're getting close to finishing them. Does that exactly. create some kind of a frenzy? There's a bit of a frenzied market on, on most price ranges right now in this area. Uh, we're seeing anywhere from three to sometimes ten or more offers on each house that goes on the market. So it's, it's very important for people to, to work with an agent to give them the best guidance on how to win. And that's, I, I do spend a lot of time uh, coaching people on how we can win in the process. And how can you help them when they do win, especially on new construction? How can you help an out-of-town buyer with new construction? By giving them all the information I can. Um, it's always a good idea if they can visit the area and see the lot the house is going to be built on, but we can do a lot remotely also. Yes, technology is definitely playing a big part in, uh, yes. in real estate these days, and especially with people relocating from such distances, technology is very definitely an integral part right now. Definitely. It's, it's really a big help, especially with the, the COVID-19 situation we're in now. We're very fortunate that we have the technology that we do. Can a buyer find a rental for a few months before they buy or while they're waiting for their new construction to finish? They can. It's, it's not an easy process because rentals, uh, because of our growing population, rentals are a little bit scarce also. Um, I did have a client recently that moved into Bremerton, and they stayed at one of those extended stay uh, motels till they closed on their house. So rather than renting an apartment short term, just stay in a long-term hotel. Is there an opportunity for somebody to do an Airbnb? Yes, there are Airbnbs in the area. So there's a couple of different ways they can handle the situation. Yes. Do you have any advice for out-of-state buyers coming your way, how they should approach it? I, I would say the best thing would be to research it online and, and uh, look at the area, see what you like. But to come up here and visit is, is, a, is a really good thing because they can get the feel for the area. I've uh, taken some of my clients or, or they've stayed up here and kind of checked out the area before they move. It's a big move when you buy a house in an area. So it's a good idea to research it and experience it a little bit before you make the purchase if you have the time to do that. And you would think you'd make time to do that because you're going to live in the house for a few years. So make some time and take a long weekend and, and do your research. Have yes. you had anybody come up there and say, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I was thinking of living on the other side uh, in Seattle. I had no idea this was out here like this. Do you have people that are really surprised with the opportunity? 
some people are, and and some people they come up here for other reasons to visit friends or family, and they see it and they just fall in love with it. Um, also, because we do have a large Navy presence, a lot of the people that are stationed here, this is where they want to have their uh, their home. They just fall in love with it while they're there. They do. Yeah, my my father uh, used to refer to this area as God's country. It's just just gorgeous. So the best thing that they can do is get up there and take a look around and maybe contact you in advance so that you can give them some good advice as to what to do while they're there. But to get up there, take a look around and see what they like because it is a such a different area with such a diverse opportunity being so close to Seattle but being off by itself. Yes. I'll be honest with you. Most people that come up and look at it decide they want to be here. It's just uh, that, that nice of an area. That's exactly what I was looking for, is why Fort Orchard is different than the rest. And so we're going to leave it right there. I really enjoy spending time with all the different agents in our network, and this has been no exception, especially learning more about the areas that they represent. It sounds like such a diverse situation being being across the water from Seattle, and I remember yes. that view from Bainbridge and the sparkling lights of the Seattle skyline. So sounds like an area that somebody should really, really take into consideration if they're thinking of the Northwest. So thank you very much for being on the show today, Gary. I really appreciate your time. Well, you're welcome, Dick. Thank you for making this opportunity available to me. We have a, such a wonderful network of agents that we're connected to um, that can benefit people who do want to move out of their areas. Well, the pleasure was all mine, and you're right. I'm doing this for the benefit of, of everyone because it's fun, and I'm learning so much more about everybody and their areas. So the pleasure was all mine, Gary. You take care, be safe, and have an excellent week. Thank you, Dick. You do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Gary Lidstrom from Port Orchard, Washington, and he is a quite personable professional, and he's ready to help you land on both feet in the Port Orchard area. He has such a great laid-back personality. He's very calm, and he's not going to let things get out of whack in your transaction. If you would like me to introduce you formally to Gary, please feel free to contact me or your local agent, and we will be happy to hook you up. To understand the real value of using a realtor known to me and my colleagues, listen to the first episode of Eyes West. It's called the Eyes West Resource, and it's at the bottom of the list down there at number one. I make a few points in that talk, and the most important one is the value of relationships. To learn more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate needs here in North Orange County, and I have trustworthy colleagues throughout California who can help in areas outside my expertise. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be good, be well, be safe.